Hello, fellow sales professionals, business development professionals, and humans in general. And welcome to Making Sales Social Live, brought to you by Social Sales Link. I'm Bob Woods, and I'm with my co-host, the LinkedIn Whisperer, Bryn Tillman. How are you today, Bryn? I am good, Bob. How are you? I am I am doing wonderful. I'm caffeinated yeah. and I'm ready to go with a really, really good topic. Welcome to Making Sales Social Live, as we share LinkedIn and social selling training, strategies, and tips that will have an immediate impact on your business. Join Bryn Tillman and me, Bob Woods, every week. Making Sales Social Live. This is the recorded version of our weekly Making Sales Social Live show. Hey, so we're talking about finishing up Q4 with a bang. So I don't even believe that it's Q4 already of this year. It's just, you know, they say that time is a constant, but you know something, it's not anymore. It just seems like it's going faster and faster all, all the time. So today we're going to discuss using LinkedIn and social selling to help you finish out 2022 strong. Like we're talking lifting at the gym after a year strong. These are the five Yes, exactly. Strong muscles. There are five LinkedIn tactics business developers and salespeople need to focus on, we believe, to finish 2022 with that proverbial bang. So we're just going to get right to them. With numero uno, the base of everything that you do drives people to your LinkedIn profile. So guess what? It's time to get out the proverbial um, uh, dust buster and the duster and everything and refresh that sucker. Lean it up. Spray fall cleaning. Yeah. 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 Fall, yeah. Awesome. It, it is fall, right. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, absolutely positively refresh that thing with new content, with looking at your featured section to see if there's anything else that you can put in there, adjusting maybe your about section to maybe potentially, depending on what you do, focus a little bit more on the fact that it is Q4 and depending on what your um, prospects do, their Q4 may be as important to them as it is to you. So go into that with that uh, frame of mind. I love that. I love, I, I, I think of it as doing your, uh, an audit on your profile. I want to add first mindset before we, you know, we, well, tacticals. I mean, you just kind of gave great bullet points, but the mindset is, is this profile representing me number one in a way that will attract my prospects? And is the message aligned with what I do and what I serve? And we change over time. So if you go through your profile, take a look at your banner. Is your banner helping you? Are you using it like a billboard? Is there an event that you're going to be hosting or something that you can uh, draw attention to? It might be time to update that banner. Cover Mm -hmm. story, which Bob's is great. If you want to see a great cover story, go to Bob's profile and you'll see his little video behind his headshot. This is a great opportunity. If you have a cover story, listen to it. There we change over the years, we change over time. So we want to make sure that it is fresh and that it's aligned with the story that we're telling the world. It's amazing how things get outdated and we don't even recognize it. 
your photo, if it's 10 years old, it's time to update it. Yeah, quite frankly, mine needs updating because because I've lost weight and I still look like heavier than I am now. And I keep looking at it and it's like, yeah, I think I should get that sucker re retaken. So I'm going to get it retaken one of these days. But whether it is like, you know, that little type of thing, if your hairstyle has changed significantly or um, what was the other thing I, I, I was going to say? The, the, the one thing that you really need to concentrate on in my opinion, is how do you look like when you're either on a Zoom meeting, whatever that professional look is like, yeah. whether you're on a Zoom meeting or if or a Zoom meeting or going to an in-person meeting. So if you're not dressed up in that suit and tie type of thing, but you're dressed up, you know, a little more casually, reflect that in your profile photo. That's just my opinion. I could not agree more. I think that's awesome. And and I just had another, just a headshot taken when I was at uh, an event because my hair is a different color and it's longer and I had cataract <laughs> surgery. So I'm not wearing my glasses. And so I don't even look like my profile picture now. So, you know, I am going to practice what I teach and as, yeah. this week I will have my new headshot up. So I love I mean, obviously, just read. Just look at what you've got up there. As, as Bob mentioned, look at your featured content and make sure it's relevant for today. Okay. Yeah. Does this sound like me? Does this yes. sound like me today? Yes. The ultimate, ultimate 30,000 foot view thinking that you should have with that. Awesome. 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 Okay. Number two. Number Taking inventory of your connections. So um, we do talk about this a lot about downloading your connection list from LinkedIn, going through it, assigning uh, the CPR like we talk about. So you assign those categories, which Bryn are CPR. So client, prospect, and referral partner. One of the things we do wrong as salespeople is we are out there going net new, net new, try to get new connections. And it's like collecting business cards and sticking rubber mm -hmm. bands around them and putting them in the corner. We want to take out those business cards and take a look at who have we been ignoring, right? So to Bob's point, export your connections. Let's take a look. If you've done this, let's just take a look at who you've connected in the last three months because yep. it is organized in chronological order from the newest connection. When you initially who are we down. ignoring? Yeah. Yep. And yeah. we can also so, search. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We can use LinkedIn's first degree connections filter in LinkedIn to search as as well. So one of the nice things is that when you go to their profile and you can see and you click on their uh, their uh, contact us section, you can see exactly when you connected with them too. The the date of that. So. And then you can also look through your messages if you've messaged them in the past and, you know, one of you might have follow up on something, re-engage. Absolutely. So can I just piggyback on what you just said and then we'll move on to the next mm -hmm. one because I think you started something that lit a fire under me, which is you Excellent. can, you can see the date you connected with them. So it could have been years ago. It could have been months ago. They probably don't remember you, but that's okay because mm -hmm. we're going to call the elephant out in the room in a little bit. And I'll say, hey, Bob, I'm not sure if you recall, but we connected back in June of 2019. I'm reaching out because, and we can, on another day, we can talk about that. 
But what happens is you break down the barrier of number one, I don't remember, but my goodness, she remembers when we connected. So even, you know, even though I, I could just look at that, it breaks down the barriers. And it also is very clear that I am talking to Bob because that's not a message. That's not a spam message that came from automation. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I, so I do like that just in terms, and, and, and I'm not sure if Bryn will agree with this, but, and I just had this thought and I don't think we've ever talked about this before. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I love when this it moment. Specifically, yes, exactly. When it comes specifically to ending 2022 with that bang that we talked about, I would personally suggest probably reaching out to the people who you've connected with most recently and then saving those ones that may have gone back years and years and years. Definitely contact those people, but maybe do that at the start of 2023. So you're like, you know, hey, I'm, you know, a resolution of mine in 2023 is to reach out or connect or whatever you want to say with people who I haven't been in touch with and LinkedIn for a long time. So don't forget any, you know, so, so don't I, forget, I love, maybe just prioritize a little bit. That's my I'm opinion. You're, you're pulling it back to our topic, which is how do we end Q4? So again, mm-hmm. piggybacking on Bob's brilliance, I would say, I think it's a great idea. And the message could be, and I would do this in a video message, by the way, on mobile because Ooh, yeah, right, right their first degrees, we could do this. Looking to up your LinkedIn game? The Social Sales Link team has you covered with our LinkedIn Sales Accelerator, a guided social selling program that includes training, coaching, and so much more. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash in for more details. Again, that's socialsaleslink.com slash in. And I might say, hey, Bob, I'm not sure if you recall, but we connected in the beginning of this year, yet we haven't had a chance to talk yet, right? Do it in video because we have about a 90% response rate when it comes to video messaging. Woohoo! What is number? Are we on number three? We are on <laughs> numero tres. And this is involving something that was uh, launched fairly recently by LinkedIn that a lot of people don't even know about. So this has to do with ringing the bells, and we'll explain that in a second, ringing the bells of those with whom you want to engage. So, Bryn, why don't we talk really quick about what the heck ringing bells is all about anyway, because most people, I don't think, still know about this. So I love this, and it's relatively new, not brand new, but relatively new and it is totally under leverage so what to every one of your first degree connections unless you've unfollowed them so if i'm like um connected to fred but fred spams every day i may want to stay connected to fred and unfollow him the bell will actually disappear if you are not connected to someone you have to follow them to get the bell i'll tell you what the bell is in a minute and if they, you are a first degree connection and you haven't unfollowed, the bell is there. And it's at the bottom right of your banner. So if you look at the bottom right hand side of your banner, right below, there's a little bell. When you ring that bell, LinkedIn will notify you. So I want to know every time Bob Wood shares content, I ring his bell, I'm notified, and it's in my notifications. So I want everyone listening right now to make a list of all the people that you want to engage with and ring their bell. 
You do not have to be a first degree connection. If you follow them, the bell will show. And now we have the opportunity to start conversations with our prospects 100% around the content they're sharing. We are relevant. Like, you know, someone shares content, they're sharing because they want engagement. So if you engage, you matter to them. So ring bells. Ring those bells. Like Nita, uh, uh, Anita Award said. Yeah, Anita Award. That takes me back to my DJ days. Absolutely. So um, (laughs) next, we're going to talk about something that I think is as important and sometimes maybe even more important than sharing your own content. And this is engaging in not only other people's content, but with their commenters as well. I think that this is just absolutely huge because you get to show your thought leadership to people who may not normally see you because they're not seeing your content for whatever reason more often than likely either the algorithm just isn't pushing it out or because they're second degree and they just won't see your content period basically but um but yeah i mean especially when you share that content or when you make a comment that advances the conversation or you make a point about what's going on with it. In other words, sharing your expertise, that can be absolutely huge, Bryn. So I love this. So the, the, let's start with that algorithm piece that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And we always have to give a shout out to Richard Vanderblum, who teaches absolutely. us all the algorithm genius in the world. And when he was on our master class, this one tip blew my mind. If you engage often with someone they begin to see your content. They don't have to engage with you to see it. So if I want to be on Bob Wood's radar, I'm engaging with him, but all of a sudden I do this three, four times, my content is going to appear in his feed. That's mind blowing. We have an opportunity there. So that's the algorithm piece. The next piece is how do we find the right content to engage with? LinkedIn, and this this is absolutely phenomenal. And yes, it's available in the free because this is the question that everybody asks is you can find, we can, we'll start with your first degree connections. So we can search your first degree connections that follow an influencer. So if your ideal prospect is someone that maybe they follow Dory Clark, Dory Clark is a huge influencer. So I want to find CEOs that I'm already connected to or salespeople that I'm already connected to that follow Dory and I can search that. So maybe I have 127 people in my network that follow her. I whittle it down to 19 people that I want to reach out to. I go find a podcast that she's been on or one of her newsletters and I can send a little video that says, hey, I see we're both big fans of Dory Clark. Did you see her last newsletter? I got such value from X, Y, and Z. If you're interested, let me know. I'm happy to send a link. So I'm starting a conversation with my first degree connections around the follower. The next thing we can do is look at Dory Clark's content and start engaging with her followers. So I see probably not my first degrees, maybe randomly, but the people that react and comment on Dory's content, many of them are people I want to start a conversation with. So what if my conversation is, see, we're both fans. I've got some great 
you know, links to some podcasts she's been on. Let me know if you're interested. So we can start a conversation. So in Q4, pick one or two major influencers, find follow-up content from them, and start to leverage your existing network or their content to start conversations with your ideal prospects. Absolutely. Ah, take a deep breath because we're going on to number five now. And, and actually, it ties in a little bit just of the general idea of, of, of what we just talked about, what, because what we had talked about was kind of about social proximity, except we took it with engagement. Now we're actually going to take social proximity and apply it directly to prospecting. Yes. So social proximity is, it's, if you think of physical proximity, how close am I to things, right? So social proximity are how close... What are my pathways, my people that can get me to where I want to go? That's my social proximity. So we just talked about first degree connections. The warm social proximity piece of my friends of my friends, my connections of my connections is something that I want you guys to do in Q4. I want you to identify your top clients this year. Search their connections to see who else they know that's like them and ask them for either introductions or permission to name drop. If you want to really end 2022 with a big bang, let's do it with client referrals. Absolutely. The the best way and the easiest way to, to, to at least get that initial sales conversation started, which is, of course, what we are all about. What happens from there is on you, but at least to get... In the door, get that proverbial uh, toe in the door. That is the best and easiest way to do it. Awesome. Well, Absolutely. let's do. Can you do a quick recap of the five for us, Bob, and then we'll take sure. it into our landing. Quick, re quick recap in no particular order. Although I probably would put this one as number one. Refresh your LinkedIn profile. Make sure that it's current. Make sure that it's speaking like you want to speak to your prospects now. Taking inventory of your connections, concentrating on probably your newer ones to finish out Q4 strong, ringing the bells of those with whom you want to engage so that their stuff shows up in your notifications. notifications. Why could I not think of that? Uh, engaging in other people's content and their commenters. That's a great way to, to get your thought leadership out there to people who, with whom you not necessarily normally reach. And what we just discussed, prospecting through social proximity. Well, this was fun. I, that was a lot of fun. They're always fun. When are they you're, not you're fun? fun. I, I cannot, we, we are fun. You're fun. I'm fun. We're fun. Our commenters are fun and we know our listeners are fun because they, they listen to us. So, <laughs> so thanks again for joining us here on making sales social live. If you're with us live on LinkedIn, YouTube, or Twitter right now, we do this every week. So keep an eye out for our live sessions. If you're listening to us on our podcast and you haven't subscribed already, go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button to access all of our previous shows and be alerted when our new ones drop. If you'd like more information on our on our podcast, go to socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. We do this one every week live, and we do our Making Sales Social interview series where we talk with leaders and experts in sales, marketing business, and many more areas to help you, the business 
development and sales professional out. So when you are out and about, make sure to make your sales social. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Don't miss an episode. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. Register for free resources at linkedinlibrary.com. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.